Hey friends, you're listening to Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry, a place where you can discover your purpose, your passion, and a place to get tips to get zest for your life back. Keep listening. Every Monday and Thursday, new uploads and tons of laughs right here. Welcome to Whole Whole Heart, friends. I'm so glad that you are joining me today. And today is Monday. So this is a very, very special edition of Whole Heart with Monica Sigidry because I'm going to be introducing something to you called the Enneagram. It is extremely popular. Um, it's taken off, I would say, probably within the last four years. I mean, it's something that's been around for years, um, but it's just now starting to like really uh, like boom. And um, I want to introduce this to you because it is so important for when you are deciding what your purpose is and trying to figure out your passions on all of that stuff to really kind of understand you. You can't do any of those things without understanding who you are at the core of who you are. And so I have an amazing guest. I have chills already on the show and she's going to be with us for the next few weeks and she's going to talk all about the Enneagram. But before she does, I want you guys to get to know who she is as a person. Her name is Myrna Cervetti and she is a health and Enneagram coach. So not only can she help you with getting to the core of who you are as your person, but also with some other health things. If you want to get healthy, if that's your thing, she can help you out with that. So welcome to the show, Marina. Thank you, Monica. It's so good to be here. I'm so glad you're here. So, all right. So let's just talk to the audience about who you are. I know that's a loaded question. So we'll we'll, (laughs) we'll start with where are you from? That's a good place to start. Well, even that feels complicated, but yeah, I can answer that. Um, I was actually born and raised in New York um, and went to school in Florida and have settled in Atlanta, Georgia, and now called Georgia home. It is the best blend of both um, where I grew up in New York and where I went to school in Florida. So get all the seasons, but none of the crazy weather um, that New York has. Right. Uh, we talked about this the other day because I have a few good friends that live in Atlanta also, and they none of them want to move back home. And I, we, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I know there's a lot of people that are that are uh, listening around the world. Shout out to those in Germany and Ireland and South Africa. You guys tune in every week, whoever you are. I don't know who you are, but you've been tuning in. So shout out to you guys. But me and Marina were talking about this. Like, none of my friends want to move back home. So you get all the seasons, but like, what, maybe one day of snow or something there in Atlanta? Yep, absolutely. One day of snow, and it is absolute bliss. And then you don't have to really worry about it. Minus that one year that everybody knows about. Um, It is absolute bliss getting our one day of snow. I love it. That is so amazing. So you are a wife. How long have you been married? We've been married. My husband's Tyler, and we've been married for six years. Mm-hmm. Six and we have a... Be- yes, it is a very good number. Um, and we have a beautiful little baby girl who's not a baby anymore, but she will always be my baby. Um, her name is Mia Grace, and she is two. Right. All the things that come with two. So you tell me, okay, because because all of the women that listen to the show, I kind of told you this beforehand. You know, we're 
we are wanting to break free of titles, the titles yep. of mom, the title of wife, the title of what, whatever you, you may be. And so for you, when I was talking to you kind of off, off camera and the other day, and we were kind of getting to know each other and becoming best pot pals, <laughs> um, you were kind of talking about like you were in this season of discovery. So just like many of the listeners here, can you talk about that season of discovery and where it landed you, where you yeah, are? Yeah, absolutely. So that season, um, I would say really started about two years ago, right about when I became mom. Um, I think it's interesting how that happens where I had, I kind of knew who I knew who I was. I had my identity. I was rocking and rolling. Um, I was a wife, but really I was just, I was rocking and rolling as an educator. Um, but the second I became mom, it felt like I was just mom. And I realized that I needed to not strip off that identity, but figure out who I truly was, um, including that title of mom and wife and educator and all of the things. But who is Myrna? What does Myrna want? How does Myrna want to um, live in this world, thrive in this world? How does Myrna want to show up for Mia? Um, and it started this journey of not being just mom, wife, educator, coach, uh, but really figuring out Myrna. Yeah. Who am I? Um, and it started with my health journey. I, um, you know, you have a baby and you don't quite look the same after having a kid. And so I didn't feel like myself. Um, so not only, you know, did I have this new title, I didn't feel like myself. I no longer looked like myself and really just wanted to at least get back to who I was um, or so I thought. Um, and started my health journey. And that was absolutely amazing. Um, not only did I lose 60 pounds in six months, which was incredible. Honestly, I feel like I was empowered to really become who I wanted to be. Um, during those six months, I gained confidence that my self-esteem went up, but also I realized there's so much more to life, um, than literally working that nine to five and being, um, and, and being trapped, I think, within the system of this is what you should do. Um, and so during, and, you know, losing that much weight really, really empowers you because you okay. realize I can do anything. And that kind of stuck with me. I realized I could do anything and I wanted to do the anything, um, that Myrna wanted. That's and right. so I began to dream again, so um, and <laughs> realize that I wanted to be able to own my schedule. Yeah. More than anything else, I wanted to own my schedule so that with my daughter, we could adventure and have a blast. And my husband's always been a dreamer and he just wants to travel. And um, we really began to dream and dream big. That's and that's where about when the Enneagram came into my life, um, I it was a work conference <laughs> and it always starts off with like, oh, take your test, take your test. What's going, you know, what's your type, what's your type? And everybody wants to know what's your type. Um, so I'll let all of you know, my type is, I am a type one wing nine. We'll get into what all of that means. Um, but found out my type and it was just this fun thing until it wasn't because it started telling me about myself and I did not like what it was telling me. Uh, you know, the, the fun stuff of like, you're structured and you're wise and you support some people, folks. And I was just like, yes, I'm all about that life. The second it started getting to like, you tend to be critical, you're perfectionistic. Just like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I don't like those words. Don't describe me that way. 
Um, but it was such a moment of clarity and um, just self-awareness yeah. that ultimately, I would say, has been the catalyst for where I am now. Um, so fast forward about a year um, since I discovered the Enneagram, I'm now officially a certified Enneagram coach. So dope. And I truly can say I can see myself with astonishing clarity. I absolutely know what my purpose is. Um, I recognize the self-defeating patterns and the self-limiting beliefs that I have that really were holding me back um, and try to hold me back now, but I am aware of them and I can say no and truly own my journey and where I want to go. And so it has been, I would say about a two-year journey. Um, and in that time span, it has truly been super transformational. Wow. That is so incredible that you looked at your life and said, this isn't it for me. You looked at your life and said, yes, I'm a new mom and I will not ever strip my title as a mom, but I need to find out who I am in this world for me. And when I discover that for me is going to ultimately benefit my daughter. And so doing that and basically what you did was you took your power back. You took it, you took it and you took it. And then you ran and said, I'm not going to stop until I pursue and get everything that's for me. And that is so encouraging for people out there that's listening, saying, I don't even know where to start. So what would you say a person's starting point should be? That thing that keeps you up at night, that's where you start. Um, that, that fog that you feel like you're in, mm-hmm. you identify what is that thing. For me, I, it's funny because I, I think about it now um, and I would not have described myself necessarily as hopeless, yeah. um, but that really truly was the word to describe me. I was hopeless. I was sad and discouraged because every time I looked at myself, I wasn't me. Yeah. And I thought it was the weight, um, but it was so much more than the weight. But the weight was that thing that I could see and that thing that I could identify that held me back. And so I started there. And once I started there, I realized, oh my gosh, there's more. Um, Yeah. Because when we were talking before and my listeners know, because my very first show that I did was how quarantine um, healed me of rejection. And that was my weight. Everyone has a weight, but the thing is I had been, I've dealt with it my whole life. So it became me. And so I didn't even realize that I was even walking in it because it was, I clothed myself in it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until it was like this quarantine happened and I literally had to face it. I had to face the weight of like all these years of clothing myself in something and then being stripped of it and then saying, Okay, uh, where do I go now? What what is happening? I'm on the surgery table. I'm split wide open. Yeah, I'm extremely vulnerable. I'm crying all the time. I know that I'm being free, but it was just this 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 feeling of of uncertainty. But I knew that I wanted to get out. I knew that I wanted to be free. I knew that I wanted this weight lifted, and so that was my starting point. Exactly what you're saying. What is what is the weight? Whatever that weight is, is your starting point. I love that. Love that. 
Wow. So yeah. you said you, you took you took it, you ran, you became an Enneagram coach. And now what you do is you you teach people how to utilize it for their benefit. Yeah, absolutely. And so as an Enneagram coach, that's exactly what we do. And for those of you listening who are like, what is this Enneagram? Tell me more. Um, It is honestly a powerful tool and it's focused on your core motivations. So what is, what is your core fear? What is your core desire? What is your core longing? What is that, that message that your heart is just wanting to hear? My message is you are good. I just want to hear that I'm good, that I'm okay. Um, And as we dig into that, what's so powerful about it and what makes it different from other personality tools is that it goes beyond that external behavior that you can see. People see, oh, Myrna's a perfectionist. She must be a type one, but that's not how it works because it's about your internal driving force. What is leading you to think, feel, and act in certain ways? And with that comes a whole host of defense mechanisms and um, ways that you approach the world and reasons why you do what you do. Mine is because I want to do the right thing. I want to be structured. I want to avoid being wrong um, and and hurting others. And so uh, using that as a tool, it really helps increase your self-awareness, but then also identify how you're using um, the things that you're afraid of or the things that you really want to be able to do in terms of your core desires, Mm -hmm. how you use those and how you show up in the world using those core motivations. Wow. So um, I know this is an introduction to you, and I think you've laid a a perfect foundation of who you are. Um, If you want to briefly kind of um, go through, you don't have have to give a a, a description of them all, but kind of lay out what what numbers are within the Enneagram. Yeah, absolutely. So there are nine specific types. Everybody has one of those nine types. Um, and just a real quick overview, cause it's, you know, not this, there's a lot of them, <laughs> um, but which is one, why we have weeks, which is why we have weeks with Myrna. We have, yes. We have some weeks with her. So she's going to be very descriptive. So just stay tuned Monday after Monday, she's going to be with us. But for now, this is a brief overview. Real high level. <laughs> um, so my, our type ones, me, we are moral perfectionists. Um, we don't, our core fear is being wrong, bad, evil. We want to have integrity. We want to do what's right. Type twos, they're what we call supportive advisors. So their fear is being rejected, being unwanted, and really desire appreciation and being loved. Uh, type three are our successful achievers. Um, their core fear is being exposed or thought of as incompetent. Um, and they are very image conscious. They're, they desire high respect and high status. Our type fours are what we would like to call our romantic individualists. Um, they are, <laughs> we would say, the most complex on uh, the Enneagram um, because they are just so unique and wonderful. And their core fears being inadequate, emotionally cut off, and really desire that uniqueness. Um, our type fives are our investigative thinkers. They fear being annihilated, invaded, and their core desire is to be competent and capable. Um, They are typically researchers. They really like to know and have knowledge. Uh, Our type sixes are loyal guardians, sometimes known as the loyalists. Uh, They fear fear itself. Um, They typically are worst case scenario folks. um, And their core fear really is not having security. 
um, and desire guidance, support, safety. Type sevens are entertaining optimists. Um, they are typically thought of as super fun. Uh, their core desire is being deprived, being trapped in emotional pain, um, and really just desire to be fully satisfied and fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Type eights are protective challengers. They fear being vulnerable, manipulated, hate injustice, um, and they desire to protect themselves and those around them. Mm -hmm. um, and then our type nines are our peaceful mediators. They are thought of as our peacemakers <laughs> and our peacekeepers. And so they fear being in conflict and lack of harmony and, and absolutely desire inner stability and that peace of mind. Wow. So, so and that's, that's just surface. <laughs> the surface. That's what's that's the amazing thing about the Enneagram. I mean, it, I, I have read so many different books because I'm so intrigued by personalities and I like to figure out why people, how people, why people are the way they are. So, I mean, yeah. I've, I've done personality tests and I've read personality pro, uh, profile. I've done, you know, I understand what caloric and melancholy and sanguines and, and all of that stuff is. And that's cool. But with the Enneagram, it goes so deep. Yeah. I mean, it goes really, really deep. So it's deeper than anything that I've ever read. And I mean, I'm into this stuff. So um, tell the listeners what they can expect for the next few weeks with you. Yeah, absolutely. So next week, we're going to go into a little bit more of a deeper dive into each type. Um, not super deep because... Like Monica just said, it is deep, y'all, like deep, deep. Um, so you'll get a much um, deeper overview in terms of the core motivations for each type, what the Enneagram is, how you can use it, how to find out your type. Um, and then the remaining three weeks, we're really going to dig into each type even deeper, going into um, your subtypes, your instinctual habits, um, and ways that as each type, questions that you can ask yourself and reflect on how to use it in just your day-to-day. -day. Sounds amazing. Listen, Marina, tell people how they can find you and follow you and all of your, you know, your handles so that people can reach out and um, find out more about the Enneagram. Yeah, absolutely. So y'all can find me on, honestly, all the platforms at Enea Health. Um, that's spelled E-N-N-E-A, health. Um, and feel free to DM me. I absolutely love getting to know my followers and talking to them. Um, and really just getting to know you all and supporting you, whatever questions you have around the Enneagram, you can find a free typing guide on my Instagram. So feel free to click that link in my bio and that'll be your step one to determine what is my type? Who am I? Um, and as we dig in next week, um, into the types even more, you'll be able to see, does that really resonate with me? Is that the type that I think I am? Um, but at Enia Health is how you can find me, Verna Cervetti, um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I so appreciate you. And I am looking forward to the next few Mondays that we have with you. Um, you guys, this is going to go really quickly. I know you're going to be, you know, you're listening. You're going to listen to it today. So each Monday that she comes on is going to be launched on Monday. So you don't have to wait for it. It's going to be fresh, hot off the press. And, um, and you'll be able to see her beautiful face on my YouTube channel. So make sure you check that out and make sure you follow her. And if you have any additional questions to DM her. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry. And as always, you know, I feel like that a whole heart is a heart full of joy. It is a joyful heart. Until we meet again, I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs>